how I approached the situation was just drawing healthy boundaries and explaining like, listen, I know you mean well, I know you love me. And this is very important because like I said, boundaries don't have to be tied into just a negative case scenario. It's more so a matter of like, I need to do this for myself so that I can be in a healthy state because what all this other noise is doing is just kind of holding me back from what I want to kind of accomplish. And, and, and it's, it's received in that way and it's understood. A lot of the times people will draw boundaries in a way where you're also kind of like making it seem like, no, I've had enough of you, but it's like, it's not always about that. It's more so, listen, I get you are the way you are. I'm learning who I am and I kind of have to draw this line for myself, whether you agree with or not. And what I've learned also is the lines that I have drawn, um, the people that have been on the opposite end of it or like the people who do love and care about you will still get it. People will always give you their point of view based off their circumstances. So you can get asked the same question to three different people and their response in terms of if you're seeking advice, right, can look completely different because of their environment, their choices, again, their relationship styles, their working styles, their communication styles. Like it will differ based off of their perspective how are they supposed to recognize your boundaries if you're still setting them, but you're letting them walk all over it, essentially? And that goes in all cases. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? Oh, man. Okay, lately I have had to set some boundaries. And I was thinking back around, like, when it comes to just well-being in general, <clears throat> I've never really had implemented boundaries in my life when it came to anything, when it came to my job, my family, my friends, relationships, just because I've always been someone that's been so just open and um, understanding and just like I think in a weird way careless in a sense because I, I didn't let things get to me but I think as I've grown and matured in different ways I've become more sensitive to a lot of things in which have uh, somewhat forced me to implement boundaries in my life and I've learned through this process that it's actually very healthy and for the most part in any case scenario if you do add boundaries into a situation for a person in a relationship it can be looked at as something negative just because you're significantly changing, right? Or you're no longer occupying the situation how you once were. And because of that, it's always related to just a bad thing, but it necessarily isn't. If I'm the one sending, uh, uh, setting boundaries in a relationship, it may even be a healthy thing for the person on the other side of it, right? They just don't see it that way. It could be something necessary for all parties involved. Um, and what I've learned, again, is just how much less stressful it is on me to just simply find comfort in what I will and will not take and you know, seeing what it's doing for my environment. And it's actually reducing a lot of my stress levels. It's giving me a lot of autonomy to kind of own, you know, what I want and how I want to handle situations. And I really appreciate that because, again, I don't consider myself who's always been walked over, someone who's, like, walked all over. But I have always been someone, in my opinion, and I, you probably know this, where I've allowed a lot in my life from other people. And I didn't realize how much it was deteriorating me. And so in today's day and age where the world is just so heavy, um, and I just don't have the bandwidth for other people's for situations. I've drawn lines and it's been fine. It's been it's been more than fine. Sometimes when you don't set boundaries and you are like this nice person that's like 
considerate and you take people's emotions and you're almost an empath of sorts, right? And you feel other people's emotions and you make their emotions your emotions and stuff. Some people can kind of take advantage of that because they know that they can kind of push those boundaries that aren't set, right? Because you never really set them in stone. I've had this problem and I still have this problem, right? Because I refuse to let the world change me and let people change me, right? But I'm becoming... As I'm maturing, I'm starting to understand that it's okay to set these boundaries, but if you're not firm in those boundaries and you're like, hey, like I don't like the way you treat me or I don't like when you bring me into this sort of funk by bringing up this uh, topic or, or this, I don't like how that makes me feel, please don't do it, right? And then you condone that behavior again in the future, the boundaries are not set. And it's likely going to happen again. And I saw this quote on, on TikTok and it was like this uh, person, I forget who was talking, but basically they said that if you are somebody who sets boundaries and the person that you're setting the boundaries for uh, like kind of crosses that boundary and you condone it or let it happen time and time again and not walk away from the situation, right? And say, you know what? You did this time and time again. It's my, it's my time to kind of like, walk the other way it's your fault i know right it's a it's a gray area in which how it can be perceived but then also a lot of the ownership falls on you the person who is setting the boundaries and you have to kind of stay tied down to it and i think the answer essentially is just like are your delivery through it like for example with my mom you know very uh traditional you know i'm 30 years old and she still wants a phone call when i get home and i think it's for her own peace of mind which that'll i'll always do that but in most other cases, she's still baby. I am the baby of the family. So she'll still ask me for things or have me do things a certain way. And what that was doing to my sanity was just making me feel like I couldn't just be the adult I wanted to be because I was like, listen, like I got this. I know what I'm doing. Um, so how I approached the situation was just drawing healthy boundaries and explaining like, listen, I know you mean well. I know you love me. And this is very important because like I said, boundaries don't have to be tied into just a negative case scenario. You don't have to draw boundaries because you hate that person or you want to change the relationship dynamic. It's really a, a you thing and it's to protect yourself. And again, can be to the benefit of that other person receiving it. Um, but, you know, it's all about how you carry it. And so like explaining to my, my family, like, listen, I know in the past I've taken it. I know in the past you've I've allowed this environment for you to guide me here and there. But it's like I'm at a place now where I feel like I can take it on my own and like you still pushing for it, what you once were is kind of holding me back. And so I need to do this for myself. And like, I love you. And I know you mean well, and know that nothing's changing on my end in terms of how I feel about you. But it's more so a matter of like, I need to do this for myself so that I can be in a healthy state. Because what all this other noise is doing is just kind of holding me back from what I want to kind of accomplish. And, and, and it's, it's received in that way. And it's understood. A lot of the times people will draw boundaries in a way where you're also kind of like making it seem like, no, I've had enough of you, but it's like, it's not always about that. It's more so listen, I get you are the way you are. I'm learning who I am. And I kind of have to draw this line for myself, whether you agree with it or not. And what I've learned also is the lines that I have drawn, um, the people that, have been on the opposite end of it or like the people who do love and care about you will still get it. They'll still get it. And they'll actually be happy that you're doing these things for yourself. The most frustrating thing is it's because those boundaries kind of have to be set with our closest people sometimes, right? And the people that matter, because if an outsider or a stranger crosses one of your boundaries or your life boundaries where, you know, they do something out of the ordinary or they kind of say something that usually wouldn't be said in a normal day-to-day -day conversation or something like that, or they say something wrong, that's taboo in society, right? It's like a random stranger coming up to you and saying something and that's rude or whatever. We already know that's like, 
like wrong, right? But when it comes to a certain family member or a parent or a cousin or a friend that you really, really kind of consider family and stuff, that's where it gets tough because you often give them a little bit of leeway, right? Because they're your loved one, right? They mean well. It might not even be in a negative connotation like you say. So uh, you'll condone that certain type of behavior because you know it's coming from a good place, right? It comes from a place of worry or it comes from a place of like that person cares about me. So it's like, it's okay that they cross this boundary one or two times. And it can happen in a relationship too, right? You love this person so much and you know they have faults and, and you have faults too. And they'll cross a certain boundary that you set and it's like, okay, like let's get over it this time and then hopefully it won't come up again. But That's again. actually a really good point because I also want to touch on people who don't respect your boundaries because that very much happens a lot of the time, more often than, than so. And it does come from the closest people to us and it has a lot to do with a little bit of them knowing us so personally or loving us so deeply and that's fine. But I think that we have to set that tone of like standing for what we're standing for essentially and making it clear. And if your boundaries are disrespected then maybe it says something about that person, right? Because they're not willing to respect, the, again, that space you've created. And it's it's it has nothing to do with essentially the health of what you need, but more so the selfishness of what they want. And that can get tough, right? That can get tough, especially in relationships. Also, I recently talked to somebody and they're having a really hard time with work-life balance. They work for this company and, um, you know, this company's culture is known to, like, overwork their employees. It's, like, a known fact. And, like, you know, they're doing extremely well, top-tier company, but it's, like, any employee I've talked to there is struggling with the same, like, working till 1, 2 in the morning, responding to emails, and this is in the same same time zones, too. Um, and, you know, like, getting calls from their managers, blah, blah, blah. And I and I asked them, I was like, I, you need to set healthy boundaries in the workplace and understand that when you log off, you log off. And they're like, I can't it's my job it doesn't work here it doesn't exist and that also exists in the professional space but that exists because people will see how far they can take it with you they will test that challenge of well if I call they will answer but if you don't answer you're setting those boundaries until the next business day and I understand it's hard because it's their job it's their livelihood and these you know at the end of the day can can lose their this is the reality we live in but it's like you need to set boundaries but you have to follow through with them if you set a tone like I'm I don't work past 5 p.m don't answer the 1 a.m call from your manager and you know it's like it's hard because you're like oh there's a thin line it's like my career but it's like how are they supposed to recognize your boundaries if you're still setting them, but you're letting them walk all over it, essentially? And that goes in all cases. It's so interesting that you say that because you always have to relate it back to the human experience and know that other people have faults, too. Like the outside people in your life, because you're this main character in your life, also have faults. And I've noticed this and this is a completely different topic than what we're talking about. And I, I want to talk to you about this in, a, in another episode. It's like taking advice from people who aren't, you know, in the same field as you or like doing the same thing as you and stuff. And we have this innate idea that we should help right one another and like if you care for somebody I'm gonna offer you advice because I know best and I need to be there for you right and it's the same thing when it comes to boundaries and stuff and when people want to try to like test their limits with you because they know best they can they understand this situation a little more so then they're gonna give you this advice for you to kind of do what they want, right? And that like is in the workplace too. If you are in a workplace dynamic where your managers are kind of giving you all of this stuff to do, it's because you've not turned off the phone. You've kept accepting the phone calls. So they think 
it's right because they're working their tail off or whatever. Granted, the pressure is also being put on them from their management. Exactly. Right? So, like, they're delegating. But also, you made a good point. People will always give you their point of view based off their circumstances. So you can get asked the same question to three different people, and their response in terms of if you're seeking advice, right, can look completely different because of their environment, their choices, again, their relationship styles, their working styles, their communication styles. Like, it will differ based off of their perspective, bro. And perspective is everything. I've talked to you about this before. Anything could be whatever you want it to be in terms of how you look at it, right? You can take a horrible situation and look at it for the good, or you can take that situation and look at it for exactly how bad it was. But it's all about perspective. So like if, if your manager works that late, their advice to you is gonna be, you have to work this late because it works. This is how you become successful. But it's like, no, that that's that's not, those are my boundaries, you know, it's wild. And it's their experiences, yeah. like you said, their perception of what they deem is right. It's like also when you're in a relationship, right? And your friend that's like scorned, right? That's been in like three relationships, right? The, the guy or the girl dog them or whatever, and they're single, right? And you're in this relationship and you're trying to get advice. They're giving you advice based on their experiences, bro. It's right? like that one, my favorite episode <laughs> in Sex in the City where the girl's going through a divorce and it's there at their bridal rehearsal or the rehearsal dinner. And she tells the, the groom, you're stupid to get married because she just had her divorce papers and it's like bro read the room they're about to get married (laughs) and it's like the same sort of thing applies man and i'm just like i'm trying to maneuver the understanding that people will cross your boundaries based on their own uh you know life circumstances things that they've went through and their experiences and stuff and you have to kind of understand that and that's why it's important to kind of set those boundaries and once they're crossed one too many times, that's when you have to kind of change perspective because often it can come from your loved ones is one thing, right? Because it, it can come from a place of like just wanting what's best for you. And like my mom's the same thing. Like if I move from one location to another because she's like one of the only people with my locations, right? She will call me, right? And say, why are you going to the gas station? And I'm like, mom, like I'm, I'm a grown man, bro. Like, <laughs> I think that's just our traditional yeah, mom thing, though. It is, I get my it. My mom literally stalks my location. Stalks the location. Yeah, and how it's do like, you turn it off for them? I need to like, <laughs> stop like working, mom. Yeah. So, I don't know. I my phone's that. broken. <laughs> I've tried that doesn't work, bro. Yeah. And it's like, I get that, right? Because it comes from a good place. And again, sometimes you have to set those boundaries and it might not come to them. It'll be like, why are you tripping? Why are no, you tripping? No, the boundary out? is you have my location. Don't question me. That's the boundary. Yeah. You know where I'm at. Don't ask me where I'm at. Yeah. You know, and don't worry about where I'm and at. That'll never happen. That's the good. That's the best case scenario yeah. when it comes to boundaries. Unfortunately, there's also a dark depths of the boundaries where you deal with people who are testing your limits testing where they can take you testing your gangsta yeah you deal with demons yeah Yeah. and it's like those are the ones where that can actually affect your psyche that can affect you at the workplace that can affect you because your brain is still operating it's like you're thinking about where this person took the convo where this person like took you and that doesn't make you feel good because then if someone is testing you and testing you and testing you and you're someone who is calm by nature or you're able to take that you know to the jaw pause and like over and over right and you're just like one day i might tweak out on you my g and then when i tweak out i'm gonna look crazy right and that's why you're supposed to set those boundaries and if someone is taking it to that place over and over it's like oh this person probably doesn't respect me. 
Yeah. They probably don't respect how I am, so they keep testing me, you know? I kind of love who I'm becoming now setting these boundaries, and it's actually working to my advantage because no is no and yes is yes, and I'm going to do what I want. And, and I think in a weird way, people will respect that. You'll gain some sort of respect for just doing what you want at the end of the day. Again, to an extent, like I will draw the line where necessary, but I'll also walk through that line for the people depending on the case by case scenario who I love and that, you know, is situational. But I also understand that like, I'm very comfortable and I've said this before with who I am and how I feel and what I want, putting myself in situations that make sense for me that no longer, uh, you know, disrupt my peace. And it comes back to that again, it's uh, drawing boundaries in a weird way protects your peace. And I'm on this new vibe of just like whatever's left of my peace, protect it. Um, and a lot of that means having to unfortunately, sadly remove things or people in my life or, uh, restructure situations or change my own habits in many different ways. But it's not bad. It hasn't been bad for me. I think it's different than where I once was in life, but it's growth at the end of the day. And it and it's I'm somewhere completely different than I was maybe a year ago in terms of the people in my life, the relationships in my life, the my day-to-day routine. But it's also so healthy and still something so special, you know, even though it's not what it once was. And that's life unfortunately that there's no such thing as balance in my opinion because if there was then we'd flatline across all to all day every day so it's like there has to be momentum but it's like you know drawing boundaries does not have to be a bad thing it's a necessary thing in most case scenarios yeah and you have to understand that also misery loves company with people right like you fail the test you want your homies to fail the test with you right makes you feel good i've become a master navigator i'm like a navigation system okay i will get myself out of the room if i don't feel comfortable in that room whereas before i would just for the sake of everybody in the room i'm not going to make it weird by exiting this in, in a weird way, right? I would just sit there and be like, all right, this is going to pass in a little bit, even though it affects my, my psyche. Now I'm just like, hey, guys, I got to go. I got something cooking over there, and I got to go check on it in the oven. You feel me? I got to do some to get out of there. Now I'm learning how to navigate those spaces and navigate difficult conversations when I just don't have the capacity to be in it no more. I do want to say I'm proud of you though, because you are facing a lot more challenging conversations, confrontations, which I know growing up, we both struggled with. I still struggle with confronting situations, but I think that for our own sanity, we're learning how to get comfortable with it. And we're learning that it's not the end of the world. Like there's just, it's all about delivery perception again, and just kind of how you go about it. Right. But then finding confidence in yourself enough to know that you set the boundaries and so it's coming from some place for for a reason exactly and i think the more we get in tune with that and the more we respect ourselves because it's a respect like respecting your own peace and your own like yourself be a doormat exactly (laughs) and often people will treat you like one right yeah no seriously i've been there yeah you have to take your power back yeah and it's just and again it's for myself it's for yourself it's not for any other reason it has nothing to do with people it's just what you need to do for yourself I agree, Niels. And with that, we leave you. Where can they find us? YouTube.com slash The Dima Podcast. GDP. We out. We out.